0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. I want to thank my sponsors Top Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So here's uh, an episode for your listening enjoyment. Welcome, Danny. Tell us a little bit about how Hobby News Daily got started, how it's going to grow, and how much fun you're having with it.
1: Thank you for having me. The Hobby News Daily has been Both the most fun I've had in a long time and the hardest I've worked in a long time. A 24-7 endeavor, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, to be fully invested in a product. It is hard to be a perfectionist and know that you can't put out a 100% perfect product every day. But the nice thing about the hobby and the reason I'm okay with that is I think the passion comes through. Doing, bringing in a lot of people that have that passion and just letting that shine through. I think the readers and viewers and listeners have appreciated that.
0: Did you consider other names for Hobby News Daily? Of course, I've considered probably 150 separate names. I think I have two of them that you didn't consider, but go ahead and tell me some and I'll zing you with a couple. In today's world of intellectual
1: property, you do have to Google everything and make sure everything's available. That was a challenge
0: on a couple of uh, civil medal finalists That's not true of my two suggestions. Give me yours. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Black Hobby News is not taken. That was on the list on one of our evenings. A close version. Okay. And the other one is Hobby News Danny. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Danny, not, not taken. I think the problem
1: is it's hard to sell sponsorship on my face. That, it's not good for business. Sean Newman's doing it. <laughs> He's got billboards right on there. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. Thank you. I will keep those in mind if I get sued on this one.
0: Actually, the generic name urges people to think of this being a collaborative effort. Maybe you're providing the vision, but you've given a lot of bylines to people and a platform for their writings to get some good stuff out there. It's more than what one person could do. You got your hands full just orchestrating.
1: Some days it feels like herding cats, but the writers are generously donating their time and original work, so I'm pretty blessed. We're also breaking some exciting news. We do a morning podcast, and we're having fun both on evergreen pieces and current content.
0: Okay, two-part question. One is, there's so much money chasing stuff in the industry. If you had people saying, hey, Danny, I want to buy you out, or if you get to this point, I want in? or they just say hey we want to be a sponsor either now or later what conversations have you had with some of the money in this industry or did they say they want to buy some influence (laughs) okay we'll pull the curtain back yes to your last question we do
1: try to very carefully work with sponsors I feel good about news can break daily that sometimes can change a perception and it's hard to be bulletproof. When you work with partners and sponsors, you don't control them. The sponsors we work with, I knew or had relationships with and felt comfortable working with. As far as being approached, sure, we've had people talk to us because the concept has been well-received. Sometimes it's easier to buy something that's up and running than to start from scratch. And to be frank, because we are up and running, people have made up and running offers. <laughs> and I'm very proud of what I think we can do. So for right now, we're not going anywhere, but I'm very flattered by the people that have reached out.
0: I have a friend who's a musician. He's a singer. He's really good. He sold a lot of records and made a lot of money. I think you straddle this, I straddle this, and he straddled it now because he's become more of a producer, not just the talent But it seems like some of the things you did in your prior careers, you were the talent. And now you're being more the producer. For me, I was the talent and then I became the producer. But that's rare. So do you see yourself moving more toward directing and producing rather than being the talent?
1: I spend an hour a week with my therapist talking about this question. I I enjoyed both. The reality of life is I'm married. I have three kids. And sometimes the opportunities push me one direction or the other. I genuinely enjoy conversations like this. I would never want to stop being able to talk to people in the hobby publicly. However, I have an absolute blast working behind the scenes and growing something. It doesn't have to have my name on it. In fact, I don't know if you'll find my name on the website anywhere. And that to me is so cool and so fulfilling. When something goes out there that I know I helped build, even if it's not my face or my words up front. So I think long-term, that is probably where I'm headed, but I don't ever want to stop talking to you.
0: Thank you. But again, if you change your name to Hobby News Danny or Black Hobby News, you won't have that problem. Your name will be right there for everybody to remember that you're the guiding light in this new endeavor. (laughs) I think it's getting deep in here today. (laughs) When I started the magazine, we were very much superstar orientation, and positive tone and the editorial team within that latitude they had a lot of room but we weren't trying to trash anybody and we weren't going to spend time on the utility infielder unless they had a very very interesting story the covers of the magazines and the people we featured were the people that people were talking about i believe your mission with hobby news daily is broader than that we didn't ignore the negativity but we tried to see some redemption in the negativity
1: Every writer and content creator that I meet with before they become a part of Hobby News Daily basically have two rules. We don't disparage somebody inappropriately, and we only work with facts. We don't make up stuff to make people look bad. If somebody has an opinion on something based upon a hobby fact, it is fair to say I don't like the release of this set. I don't find it aesthetically pleasing. I'm very comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with the designer of the set of cards is an idiot. There's a drastic difference in those two deliveries. You can get your point across using the first method versus the second method. We try to stick to that. As far as positivity, I'm a dork. The whole hobby's positive. My utopian, Pollyanna world. Now the reality is things that creep into that that are not always sunshine, and and we gotta talk about that a little bit.
0: But a lot of the articles that, that people write are feel good articles. This is a digital product and probably all your writers are remote but is there an editorial review board or is it you or do you expect your writers to conform to what's called for? Is there heavy editing needed or light or no editing?
1: I'd like to think I'm a very laid back, light-handed person. I draw a line in the sand that I will not budge. You can be a good coworker, a good friend, a good leader, a good boss, but at some point that line in the sand becomes important. So yes, there is a review line. I'm certainly most of the line in the review board. I will bounce it off other people. I will tell you it was removed from the staff before we launched. So yes, there is a line that I will not let crossed.
0: At the end of this year, when you've continued to grow, are you going to be proud of the fact that you provided a daily staple that kept people up with stuff or that you broke some hot story or that you went more in depth than some of the others that do similar things? Which of those appeals to you? It's cool to
1: break news. It's more fulfilling to have listeners come back every day. So if by the end of the year, from a data standpoint, our growth and our repeat daily listeners are enjoying the product every day, I think that'll be the most fulfilling. That being said, breaking news is always fun. It's always good for ratings. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want people to give us tips and news but I really enjoy providing a deep dive content on the hobby on a daily basis as much as we can in a short format.
0: You have a drill down kinds of delivery to where you can see what people are spending time with. You have Ryan Staczynski providing some content, but he and your other writers and readers might be interested in which articles get the most traffic. Are you going to disclose that and give people more of what they want. When I do my podcast, I have lots of different episodes and they're all different. And I always think this one is going to get twice as much traffic as this other one. And it usually isn't that big of a difference. So do you see it that way? You think you're going to have some really downloaded and passed along articles or are they just going to read the whole thing? But what Ryan shows is that people care about the particular aspects of GemRate. Ryan did the coolest gem
1: rate feature for us this month. He looked at Hall of Fame rookie card gem rate populations, specifically in the last two years, about which Hall of Famers have been graded the most. And Ted Simmons was the answer. Makes sense when you think about the fact that he got into the hall, but what a cool thing to have on there. I don't know going into reading that that would have been a top of mind thought to me. So I enjoy that. Ryan's page does very well. So, yes, I track all that information. We track every writer. I am early enough in the process that I'm not gonna have any major changes at this point, but we're certainly curtailing things that we notice are outliers early. And once our data sample size is a little bit larger, absolutely, we'll try to give people more of what they want.
0: In case Ryan's listening to this, really feel like part of his business model could be doing these custom queries. He also could try to dig that out But he has the tools and the access, the know-how to do that. And somebody may say, hey, I want you to do a private analysis for me, especially if it would be predictive. It's too late for Ted He's had his run up because of of a surprise.
1: I can't wait to see what next month is. That's part of the deal is he gets to do what he wants as a pet project. And he's so bright. I'm very excited to see what the next one is.
0: It's win win. It's like everything I ever tried to do is win win. Then people want to come back for more. What do you got planned for Rich Klein, my buddy Rich? Some random. Rich
1: is turning into our investigative reporter. We have a chat room, and Rich is one of our most active writers and chat contributors. So they call him Uncle Rich Klein, and he has fully taken on that role. So Rich has put out, I think, two or three articles that have been published with a couple more in the pipeline. He seems to truly be enjoying it, and I hope that continues. I did pick your brain a little bit a couple months ago, and you gave me some good words of advice. One of the biggest things I learned was really lay out the plan, even while things are going fast. Don't let the project go too fast past me, and make sure that I'm making slow, smart decisions. Great advice. How? (laughs) how You're flying the plane while you're building it.
0: Most people think if you're proud of your first product, you waited too long. You need to say, this is my first effort. I got it out there. I'm receiving feedback. It's getting better. And people like that. You've got a lot of contributors. You've done great. But don't put your plans in cement. (laughs) The plans need to be on a dry erase board that can be changed up as you go, because we always think I'm going to do either A or B. And then all of a sudden, option C or D or E comes up. So it's not always simple branching of yes or no. It could be both. It could be either. Being nimble is one of the desirable traits of an entrepreneur. You're doing something, it wasn't inconceivable, but your rendition of it has not been done. And I wish you well. I think it probably will do well, but it's going to keep moving, Danny, because the delivery, the cross promotions, the sponsors may be less important to you financially and more important in partnerships, and mutual promotions. And I didn't really think of it that way when I started the magazines, but we had way more copies going out to the dealers for consignment to their customers than work directly with us. Other people that have mailing lists or followers and things like that, and they tout you, then you could get some real viral there.
1: When you have a staff of writers and you have limited space, what what kind of metrics are you using to choose what to run?
0: There's not one answer for this, Danny, but digital real estate is not as precious. Again, if you have a daily delivery and it has 17 articles in it, even if the 17th article is great, it may not get exposure. But my advice to you along those lines is I would try a lot of writers. You've got to make sure they have some skill but see if it's receptive and so giving them a shot and it may be their only shot because it might not be that good and they only have one thing to say but uh, rich klein i would take anything rich klein gives me he's a known quantity highly respected and an excellent writer but if somebody comes to you with an idea say we'll give it a try (laughs) not that ryan needs to do a deep dive because i think your data is not going to be that complicated frankly it's sometimes more about how the article is titled then what's in the substance. If it's got a catchy title and they dig into it, then I'd love to see you being a broad platform for people. You know how many people contact me now, even 40 years later, practically, about how they got a question in Reader's Right (laughs) that was in the August of 1987 issue. People like to see their name with a third-party endorsement, and you have the ability to do that. It's not going to cost you anything unless it's an embarrassing article. So if it's half decent, that person's going to bring their audience, hey, mom, check out my article on Hobby News Danny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm not going to hear the end of that from a lot of our friends. But but, uh, the advice is fantastic.